the scripture that we read comes from Isaiah 11, and it depicts this wonderful scene of animals living together in harmony. The wolf shall lie down with a lamb. Uh, and then at the end of the whole scripture that we read, it says, and the earth shall be filled with the glory of God as the waters cover the sea. They shall not hurt in all my holy mountain. And we think about that scene and we think, that's the way things ought to be. That's the way things should be. There shouldn't be the fighting and the rancor. All that we've gone through this year, there's been so many factions and so much um, just disagreement and hatred and people coming against each other for all different kinds of reasons. Edward Hicks was a pastor back, he was a Quaker pastor back in 1834. And he actually drew a picture of this prophecy and he has all these animals in this painting living together in harmony. And he was so taken with this whole concept of what we call the peaceable kingdom that he made a hundred different paintings of it. So you can find all different kinds of renditions of the peaceable kingdom painted by Edward Hicks. He was a Quaker pastor. I think one of the reasons he found it so compelling was because his congregation was having a lot of rifts and factions back in 1834. So he thought, yeah, this is the way I want it to be. I want the peaceable kingdom. Uh, it's not showing up in my church, but let me at least paint it, right? Um, so this whole understanding of the way things ought to be also connects directly with the whole concept of peace, because the word for peace in scripture is the word shalom. And sometimes when we talk about peace or we talk about Jesus is the Prince of Peace, uh, we get a kind of cheap idea that peace is the absence of chaos or I want a little peace and quiet. Shalom uh, is actually a much more rich word that means fullness and wholeness uh, and fulfillment. In fact, uh, Edward, uh, I'm sorry, Neil Plantinger, uh, author, pastor, uh, defines shalom this way, a rich state of affairs where natural needs are satisfied and natural gifts fruitfully employed, a state of harmony that inspires natural wonder where our creator and our savior opens doors and welcomes us in. If that isn't the way things ought to be, the way things should be, I don't know what is. Kind of beautiful picture there. So when we call Jesus the Prince of Peace, we're saying Jesus is the Prince of Shalom. And actually, Prince probably should be translated ruler. So ruler of Shalom, the one who dispenses Shalom to us. And we long for that Shalom today more than ever, I think. We long for things to be the way they ought to be. And that's where we are in Advent, longing for Christ to come and make things right again. I used to travel a lot when the kids were young, and I remember uh, calling them once on the phone and one of them saying to me after giving this deep sigh, this deep, Mom, when are you going to be where I am? Mom, it's a sigh, wish, when are you going to be where I am? And that's our longing at Advent. God, when are you going to come and restore the world to the way things ought to be? We do have wonderful words from Christ that can encourage us 
in our journey through this world uh, that does not seem anything like the peaceable kingdom right now. Uh, the words of Christ on the night right before he went to the cross are these, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives, give I to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. How much we need those words right now after all that we've been through. And, you know, at times we need to just look up because despite our best efforts, sometimes it's very difficult not to let our hearts be troubled or let them be afraid. Sometimes we are very afraid and sometimes we are very troubled. And we can look up and ask for help to the ruler of Shalom, the Prince of Peace, the one who dispenses peace and say to Christ, give me your peace, give me your Shalom. I need your help right now because on my own, I cannot handle what is going on around me. I have a story to tell you about a time when that happened for me many years ago um, when Tim and I were camping and we were in a very small little pop-up tent up above the timber line uh, with our golden retriever. We were sleeping there and in the middle of the night, a baby bear wandered into our campsite and we had tied our backpack packs up as high as we could in the spindly trees that were there. But in playing with the trunk of the tree, the backpack fell with a thump and scared the baby bear away. And we thought, oh, that was really cute. But yes, you guessed it. About two minutes later, the ground shook. And we heard what sounded like logs breaking. And mother bear came tearing into the campsite, throwing things around, growling, snarling, ripping our backpacks apart in absolute fury. And we had heard from the ranger that in the event, uh, in the unlikely event, actually, that you would see a bear in your campsite, just bang pots together and it will scare the bear away. Well, guess what? Tim banged pots together and instead of being scared away, Mother Bear rears up and I can see her outline on the vinyl of the tent because of where the, the moon is. Uh, she rears up and she comes charging at the tent. And I was the closest one to her. She stops a foot away from me and roars in my face. Halitosis on steroids. Uh, you know, a bear's breath is, is a pretty bad experience to have um, in your face uh, when you're in the middle of the night. And I, and I lay back and I uh, started to pray. <laughs> and all I could pray was, bring your peace, bring your peace, bring your peace. I knew my own anxiety could create more anxiety for the bear. Uh, I knew that my heart was in my throat uh, and that I just, I, I actually thought it was over. Well, she starts circling the tent, banging into the sides of it. But all of a sudden, I hear the words from Psalm 91. They're the, it's the old translation. No evil shall befall you. No scourge come near your tent. 
and the peace of Christ envelop me. I felt completely held by a deep sense of well-being at that moment. And the other thing that happened was that the wind began to blow on that windless night. It began to blow out of nowhere. And I don't know if it blew or sent away, but the mother bear crashed off into the woods and I fell asleep. I literally found my rest in the Lord like that hymn that we're talking about this Sunday Help me to find my rest in thee. And I fell asleep. The real miracle, our hyper golden retriever slept through the whole thing. Now, obviously, stories like that don't happen every day. But what I thought about when I thought about telling you this story is that we have been through a lot this year, as I keep saying. And the bear represents the turmoil and the storm and the out-of-controlness of things that we have been feeling. And the violence of the storms we face this year, everybody uses the word unprecedented. Unprecedented. I think all are represented in this story. And the truth is that when we can't fight our own anxiety anymore, when it gets to be too much, when we are at our wit's end and out of strength and overwhelmed by circumstances that are beyond our control. And when we're afraid, we can ask the one who told us, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives, give I to you, to make things right in us, in here, in our hearts, to bring shalom to us in the midst of turmoil. Come thou long expected Jesus. And of course, I can't predict how God is going to come to you, but God will show up for you that I know, and you will find your rest in him. Amen.